Hello, everyone. Happy 2023. We're back after a long winter break, though there's still quite a lot of winter left ahead of us, which is why we've prepared a particularly quiet, cozy episode for you today. Something to go along with the mood a lot of you might be feeling right now. Today's story is The Source by Wyoming author Josh Hansen, and the song that inspired the story, Apparition by Bay Area songwriter Jesse Marks. I'm Mo Preventure. Enjoy the break. They'd moved at least once a year. Furnished houses filled with anonymous furniture, or sometimes hollow, empty rooms that they would half-heartedly fill with a mattress on the floor and a pressboard chest of drawers. All things that would be left behind with only a water ring on the top or a black scuff along the base to show that they had belonged to anyone had seen use. This new place was nice. A low, ranch-style house under tall trees with a wide, fenced yard. Plenty of room for him and his brother to play, but beyond the fence was a stand of trees that led further back into the hills, into a maze of old concrete foundations and rusted girders and the frames of old machinery whose purpose they could not even imagine. It was here that they found the first of the bones. It was in the loose gravel hemmed in by the remains of a ruined foundation and the boys had been using the space as a kind of no-man's land, scrabbling over the crumbling walls and belly-crawling across the gravel amongst the hail of imaginary gunfire and shrapnel, fingers digging down into the dusty rock where he uncovered that circle of bright bone. There had been no moment of confusion, no mistaking it for something else. It was so clearly the crown of a skull, off-white with the sutures along the crown, clearly marked with dirt. He called to his brother, and by lunchtime they had uncovered most of the skeleton. The rib cage collapsed, and lying in a thousand tiny pieces, but the long bones all whole and almost fully articulated. They stood over the bones and looked down, both of them quiet for a long moment. Who are they? How long had they rested here, beneath the gravel and dust? It was as if someone had simply laid down in the center of the floor and gone to sleep waiting and waiting. How many years the boys could not imagine for someone to uncover them. He got down on his knees and began to shovel with both hands in the dirt. Somehow he knew there were more. He could almost hear them humming below the surface. They'd waited so long. Within minutes, he'd uncovered the fine bones of a hand and calling his brother over, the two boys began to clear the ground. Both boys worked in quiet, their faces white with dust and streaked with sweat. The next morning, at the excavation site, the bones shone bright in the morning sun, three figures laying rigid in their beds, chests collapsed, staring upward. They were about to get down in the gravel and move away more rock and dirt when he heard something off to his left. He straightened and looked deeper into the trees, back where the rusted frames and machinery were half hidden by weeds and the ground sloped slightly upward toward the hillside. He watched and listened. Nothing. There it was again. He moved off, leaving his brother playing in the dirt, up toward the direction of the sound. Almost a voice. He passed through the shadow of the trees emerging in the next clearing, the chalky red brick of an old foundation off to his left, thin trees growing up where once the building had stood. He cocked his head to the side, strained his hearing, 
strained for that humming feel. He began to dig. It took hours before he found something. This time, it was the long bone of a leg, very white against the dark clay that made up this part of the slope, deeper than the others. Following the legs up to the pelvis, he soon realized that the roots of a tree were caught up with the bones, snaking through the ribs. He dug away the dirt from around the roots as well, and by early afternoon the whole skeleton was visible, the tree growing spindly and straight, rising from the ruined chest, so alien there among the bones, and he heard the hum. It was behind him, further up the slope. He followed the path up and around, away from the excavated bones, away from the house, away from the afternoon sun. He walked on until the hillside rose in a sheer cliff face of deep red rock. He looked up, and the cliff rose at a side above him. Scrub trees grew at the base of the cliff, and there were chunks of brick here too, running right up into the cliff face. He followed the line of crumbling brick, just barely breaking the surface, pushing away the brush and high grass, and there was the door, wider than it was high, maybe three feet across with a brick archway set in the hillside. The door itself was made of thick timbers that appeared to have been nailed up from the inside, what he imagined must be a tunnel. He squatted down before the doorway, pressed a hand to the wooden planks, cold, solid. He felt the hum in his hand. It was inside, the source of that sound, deep within the mountain. He imagined it, grub white and hulking rubbing itself up against the other side of the door, only inches from his raised hand. It was ancient, timeless, and patient as the earth itself. It sank bones into the ground and raised up saplings from the graves. It was calling to him, and it knew his name, had always known his name, had been waiting. How long? Forever. He crouched down, kicked sideways. The wood crumbled more than it cracked, and he pushed it away from the opening, hearing the pieces drop hollowly into the passage within. The sound was unmistakably his own name. So soft. He gripped the edges of the doorway and slid forward, feet first, and dropped down into the cool belly of the mountain, into the comforting hum of that eternal source, and he followed it, blindly down into the dark.
That was Apparition, written and performed by Jesse Marks. Before that, The Source, the story inspired by the song, written by Josh Hansen and voiced by Wyatt L. Bigham. The Dance Cry Dance Break is written and produced by Natalie Bain and recorded and edited by me, Mo Preventure. Our story editor is Timory Marston. Theme music for The Break is Red Lines by Tiny Tiny and Break Artwork is by Franco DiCarlo. A transcript of today's story, along with links to the artist and writer, can be found on our website at break.dancecrydance.com. Dance Cry Dance is an artist collective. You can support our work by subscribing to Dance Cry Dance Plus at Apple Podcasts to hear extended episodes with bonus tracks and interviews. Thanks for listening. See you at the next break. Mm-hmm.